Welcome to the Community Corner, the podcast powered by Bevy. I'm your host, Beth McIntyre. In this show, I interview community builders from all spaces in the industry. Stay tuned for actionable strategies to learn and community stories to love, all in 15 minutes. I'm excited to have my next guest, Trin Ilvis, who is the community manager at Klaus. While Klaus is a customer success-centric company, community is in everything that they do. Trin manages Quality Tribe, their community for people who are interested in quality and customer success. Today, Trin talks about how they make data-backed decisions when it comes to community programming and how they are inspiring their members to become advocates for their community. Welcome to the Community Corner, Trin. It's lovely to have you with me here today. Thanks for having me, Beth, and it's really, really nice to join you. Well, let's dive right in. I'd love if you can describe what Klaus is and what exactly you do in your role. So I think that quite many people know Klaus because uh, we have this quirky cat as our logo, or maybe they just know Klaus uh, based on these random cat gifts that uh, a person from our company might share with you. But actually, we are a conversations review and quality assurance platform for customer support teams. So essentially, we're replacing manual work on spreadsheets and uh, building a platform for support teams to select the conversations that matter, evaluate them based on these customizable scorecards that you can create and have better insights to what your customer support team is actually spending time with on a day-to-day basis and what your customers are actually talking about you or asking from you. And uh, this uh, opens up a whole other level because these insights can be some of the key elements when it comes to, for instance, coaching or training your support agents, having better one-on-ones, also getting uh, the better overview of what your customers actually want. And it comes down to being able to spot trends, um, making data-backed decisions, and sometimes maybe even proving to your uh, managers that this or that change is really necessary. And I guess it has proven to be a valuable tool for a lot of support teams. And uh, of course, our co-founders also have support backgrounds. So there probably was an educated guess uh, some years ago when Klaus got started. (laughs) And as for me, I'm working in Klaus since early this year as the community manager, uh, taking care of our community called Quality Tribe, doing some social media here and there, and also organizing events, which I'm really glad to because uh, we started with our in-person events this year again. So things are really looking upward. Excellent. I mean, you mentioned data-backed decisions, and we love data-backed decisions (laughs) here at the Community Corner. So I'm glad you mentioned them. And so where does community sit in the organization at Klaus? Like, what is the main business purpose that your community is driving? So I think it's important to mention that we are an open community. This means that you don't have to necessarily be a customer of Klaus to be part of that. But when it comes down to why we decided to build Quality Tribe and why we decided to actually do a purposeful community building as an activity, then I think that it came down to having the support experts uh, nearby and giving them the opportunity to pitch into different activities and different ideas that we have sort of tapping into their brains and uh, getting good insights to when it comes to, I don't know, testing out new features. And secondly, also, we saw that 
there wasn't really a place for these uh, people who are interested in quality and, and having uh, better support teams to really come together and discuss their problems and uh, sort of keep a history of that conversation as well. So I think that this was sort of the key ignite to why Quality Tribe started. And today we can also see that the community has been a great part when it comes down to also creating new content, getting uh, partners on board, uh, organizing events with them together or different co-marketing activities. And I think that growing that base, growing the network and essentially also the people who are really close to your community has been really essential for Klaus and, and will do that also in the future. So you're actually, you mentioned some programs that you're actually using community members and advocates or partners, you said, Mm -hmm. to help you host events or create content. Can you tell me more about that and how you find these advocates and how you inspire these people to help you host events or create content? What I really like about our team, and I personally, I think I'm like most nested in the marketing team, but also working a lot with sales and success teams, is that we take, we sort of uh, take the idea and uh, when we decide to launch it, then it's sort of like launching your own startup. Uh, You take some educated guesses, you experiment with things, but you don't necessarily have to build a perfect product. And then secondly, when it comes down to including more and more people, then these are sort of like your first customers or like the first testers that really come and help you develop that idea further. So I personally value working with partners because they come behind the table with new ideas. Uh, they help uh, to make the initial idea even better. Secondly, we see that uh, Either it's our customer or maybe our integration partner or just uh, a company that does cool things or maybe just stands out in their customer support activity. We want to bring that knowledge into our network and uh, in front of our community members and really tap into their brains. And I think that it's a bit cliche in that sense, but we're actually fans of great customer support, like all of us in the company. So it makes sense to surround yourself and learn from the companies and the people who are acing the skill from early on. And this helps you build a better product in the future and also educate your community in that sense as well. Yeah, I don't think it sounds cliche. I think that you're on to something because when one person succeeds in customer success and shares what they did to change Mm -hmm. how they're doing things with other organizations, then you're just going to have a lot more happy customers and a lot more happy customer success managers because I feel like their happiness is maybe more important than the customer's happiness, but I'm not in customer success, so you can tell me if I'm wrong. (laughs) I think that these are like two different sides of the same coin. You can always view things from the viewpoint of how you as a customer or how you as a user see a product or a service, but you know or you sort of understand that there's a company behind it and behind that company there are people who are actually doing the product building, the the creating the support on a day-to-day basis and putting those two things together. I think that, as you mentioned, there might be some magic behind it. Mm-hmm. And so you talk about educated guesses when you're making decisions and you talk about data-backed decisions. So I would love to hear a little bit more about how you and your team determine what kinds of programs to introduce into your community, the events, the activities, whatever engagement rituals you're doing in there. 
Mm-hmm. So as I mentioned, we are always putting some effort into spotting trends and what might seem important. And as I mentioned, Plows essentially as a tool is looking into the conversations that your customers are having on a day-to-day basis. So I think that in that sense, we're borrowing that mindset and trying to do things with our community members that we have noticed or that we see that could be really beneficial, not only for them, but for us in many ways as well. So When it comes down to uh, making sure that we have the right people with us, or maybe we are doing events on a field that is currently getting more popular, or maybe we're doing a content piece with them, for instance, uh, on the field of maybe AI or automation that has been like the key trendy topic this year, but doing it with a slightly different way. So we're not going to just talk about the buzzwords, but we're really looking into the different tools that we could use in that sense. Or maybe when it's, I don't know, there are delivery wars are going on in the sense of uh, new dark stores popping up here and there. So what are the key elements uh, in making sure that the support in that area works well? You can probably uh, already uh, understand that how many people are actually working in the support, making sure that you actually get your delivery in 10 minutes or less. How much of that effort is actually down to human connection? of course, combined with uh, different tech tools is really something that uh, could be interesting uh, for not only us, but also our community-based network and maybe even future customers. It sounds like community is kind of baked into Klaus and like everything you do. When we talk about getting buy-in from executive teams, I mean, it sounds like the executive team at Klaus is kind of on board and has been since the beginning. Is that right? It's true. And the funny thing, why is it so, is that uh, some people might say that Klaus actually got started from the community. Of course, today we're here, I'm here also as a community manager, so things are a bit uh, biased for me all the time. But the story goes that Klaus's first customer actually came from another support community called Support Driven. And uh, Klaus's founders have got really a lot of help from the people who are active members in Support Driven. And we've been uh, sort of asking feedback from them as well. Our founders are active members there still. And uh, the first customer who we actually got thanks to Support Driven, one of their key people is actually today our head of uh, product or empress of product, how we like to call her. So I think that community has been so beneficial to us and hopefully will keep on bringing good things to us that it's, it would be a shame if we just didn't notice that or didn't use uh, that energy and the vibes that are going on there. Oh, I love that story. Thank you for sharing. I have one last question for you because at the community corner, there are no limits except for the time limit. <laughs> and that is a question that I ask everybody. Who is a community builder that you would love to grab lunch with? Oh, that is, I think, one of the best questions because uh, I should free my calendar for the next year to do uh, interviews or not interviews, but to have lunch with uh, all of the community builders. I'm definitely a fan of quirky marketing. So two pretty obvious choices in that category would probably be Timeshift and Gong. So Ivy Clark and Nisha Baxi, uh, who are uh, the community leaders there, I would love to have lunch with them. And I think one of the people who actually has played an important role for me is uh, Valentina Ruffoni, who was the MC at 
uh, CMX's uh, Spark event this spring. And uh, she really left an impression to me that she just knows everyone. She is really interested in what people are doing on a day-to-day basis. She is also really good on social media at empowering different community members. So I think that she lives and breathes community and it would be nice to see how she does it. I've got one more actually. And I think that people might know him a bit more as an actor or a lot more. But uh, Joseph Gordon-Lewitt, uh, for me, stood out already years ago when he started uh, this company called Hit Record. And it's basically a community-driven business that empowers content creators. And he has been doing it from early on. And uh, I think he was uh, onto something years before a lot of companies discovered the power of community. So it would be nice to talk to him about this as well. Excellent. It sounds like it's going to be a really big table. And I hope that I can crash your your lunch with all of these amazing people. (laughs) You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. And I think that actually doing this lunch together with all of these people would be even cooler. Yeah, you're not wrong. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Trin. And thank you so much for joining me on the Community Corner today. Thanks for having me, Beth. And it has been, as I mentioned already, really fun. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about how to create your own community, go to pod.bevy.com. That's pod.bevy.com. This is the Community Corner, and I'm Beth McIntyre. <laughs>